0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Talk
0: shoes.
3: Recorded live.
0: What is up? Field Street
4: Forum Radio is on the air Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's the day after dog night, so we needed to have a nice little special field street form radio podcast to kind of recap what happened on Dog Night, looking at the commits and how everything went and the, the targets and everything that the videos that came out just all kinds of just fun stuff for nicks to keep up with and follow. So we wanted to make sure we kind of covered everything for everybody, all of a field street form people that keep up with everything that we send out. So, luckily, Mike Brooks and uh, Jason Harry Dog agreed to join me. And Jason will be here in probably about 15 minutes. He's uh, heading home, kind of an impromptu show we decided to set up. But Mike Brooks is here.
3: What's up, buddy? What is up? Big Dre. What's happening? I... uh, Man,
4: the biggest dog night in history. We kept talking about it, knew it was going to be a huge thing, but I just I, – I don't think it could have gone any better for for a program. How, how many ended up being there last night? Oh,
2: between,
4: probably between, what, 800 and 1,000 kids? In that, oh, that was it was over. Years. I think it was over 1,000. Over 1,000, I believe. Insane, Same, man. Which how many is, was that? How many was that? Something like the opening? Do you know? Did, were there numbers on that?
3: I think there's only like a couple hundred that go to the opening. It's usually like just the top, top 300 or top 250 or whatever it is for the opening. Right. Um, and some of the underclassmen. But to have a thousand kids in one day, work out, or most of them, I I should say, were working out, um, for our coaches is just incredible. Um. Mm-hmm. And then trying to, try, I I I just can't imagine trying to keep up with all those kids. Yeah, um, it's that's that's the ridiculous part to me is how in the world they keep up with them. Yeah. Um,
4: well, that's what I was about to say. Is how how do you have any idea how the coaches how it's set up as far as staffing? And I mean, obviously, you're going to use all your grad assistants, your recruiting office, your I know the players yeah. handled a lot of the stuff on the you
3: know, all of the drills and stuff on the field look like. Um, that was you know, big having the current players there to mm-hmm. kinda of help chaperone these kids because the coaches themselves never would have been able to do it all by themselves. Um no. having the current players kinda of help and pitch in and and, you know, keep accountability to these kids, it was a huge help. Um but yeah mainly when they come in they check in they get checked in and um and they get assigned a coach to be with for that day um for, or for the day and each coach has a group of however many kids so they get assigned to a coach and then um you know they go from there um when they break down the drills and different things like that each coach will have his group and he coaches them so You know, you'd have Pruitt with the defensive backs and BMAC with the running backs or the wide receivers and um, Mm -hmm. just kind of break it down by position. And then each coach has has their own group of
2: kids.
3: Um, But it it had to be just unbelievable um, keeping up with these guys. The old
4: proverbial organized chaos type situation.
3: (laughs) Of course, of course.
4: Uh, of course. And just just knowing the being able to know the name i mean that that shows the kind of dedication that the that new recruiting staff and uh and the the i guess I forget the word for it, but the the kid the um, just the recruiting staff i guess is the word i'm thinking what's what's the word I'm thinking of support staff, yeah. Mm-hmm. The job that they have done to get these coaches prepared for that number of players, knowing names, knowing you know faces, knowing I mean I, I don't know man that that would seem almost impossible because it seemed like there was a lot of you know attention focused on the vast majority of, of prospects that they wanted to talk, especially the main targets I'm talking about here.
3: Oh yes and you know some kids are going to get their feelings hurt cuz they're not going to get the same amount of attention but it's mean, right. absolutely impossible it is impossible yeah. to get you know to give that many kids the same amount of attention at one event which would which was the as big as it could get hmm. um but to me the biggest takeaway was just showing you know how how much buzz is around the program right now when you can you know, any of these kids could have done any number of things this weekend, but they chose to come to dog night and participate because you know they want to see what all the fuss is about at Georgia right now. Um, and it's you know, it's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. How That's about uh, an interesting part how, to uh, me? Do what? So, but that was a very interesting part to me. Was just the sheer number of kids shows you kind of how much buzz is around the program right now. This is this is the place to be right now, and you know everybody wanted to be there.
4: Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, if there was one, I mean, and a lot of people, you know, I've seen. I haven't seen a lot of it, but I've seen a little bit of. Uh, people kind of being, I won't say disappointed, but kind of wondering where all the commits are and all this kind of stuff. And uh, Most of the time, things like this, it's more of a groundwork type of event, not necessarily a results-driven event, you know? Don't, don't, would you agree? I mean, it kind of lays the groundwork to... Oh, know, absolutely. Absolutely. Not, not necessarily, you know boom,
3: here we are, boom, 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 here's three, four, five, six commits. Oh, man, it's... I use the analogy, it's kind of like building a giant mansion. You're going to build a big house. You see, you got... You got to have the absolute biggest and baddest foundation you can possibly build to put that massive house on. Mm And we're trying to build... You know, we're trying to build the best team out there. This event was nothing more than a than building the foundation for this class and making headway with a lot of these kids Um, and putting us, you know, putting ourselves in a position to land them down the road and when, you know, when it matters the most, which is on signing day,
2: Right.
4: Yeah. I mean, getting kids from, what,
2: what did I see somebody saying something uh,
4: was it the number one prospect in I mean, I know this sounds ridiculous, but was it the number one prospect in 14 different states?
3: Yep. Yep. Wow. I think 18 five stars. And to get Unbelievable.
4: And to get kids talking like the Tory Johnson kid, uh, I'll say a big commitment to Alabama, <laughs> literally and figuratively, uh, to get him to say, you know, you know, and this doesn't mean that he's flipping or anything like that, in, in in the slightest. I'm not saying that, but to even get him to say that it kind of makes his commitment making. Basically, he said it was just, he said shaky, but I'm just going to say it. It gives him some things to think about with his commitment to Alabama. I'm not going to say shaky or anything like that, because that sounds. I think that's more of a possibly, a, you know, hey, click this link kind of situation, but. um I mean, what what was your take on, on
3: somebody specific like him? I mean, is that? I kind of dropped out a minute. Who were you talking about? Uh, Notori. Notori Johnson, the commit to Alabama.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, him and uh, we had another uh, Alabama commit. We had Shane Carter came down. Um, but just kind of opened their eyes up a little bit as to, you know, the direction of this class, get to meet some of the the guys that are already committed, um, and you know, give them something to think about, something a little yeah. bit different to think about than that they haven't. You know, obviously, you go to you go to Bama's campus, you're you're enamored with all the the hardware and Coach saving and this that and the other and blah blah blah. Um, and at that age, it's got to be it's got to be incredible. But when you, you Go to a place like Georgia, who's on the rise, and you see the caliber of talent that's on the field with you. Um, you know, some kids just m- might start thinking about this program's going the way, going where I want to be, um, mm-hmm. going in the right direction, and I want to be a part of that.
5: So mm-hmm. you start
3: turning some heads for sure.
5: Yeah, he
4: uh, and obviously the the huge news that came out was a. Uh, a commitment from the guy we just had on the podcast a couple of weeks back, and uh, DJ Dallas from Glen Academy uh, class of seventeen. Absolutely, one of the top athletes in the country. Future, um, I believe he's a four-star now, right? And then, you know, depending on what two years down the line, could be even even rated even higher. Um, it's it's a great pickup just just to get him. But uh, other than the obvious there with, with DJ, what was some of your takeaway from any
3: of the local prospects? Well, uh, man, some of the guys that we knew were going to put on a show absolutely put on a show. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think McCall Hardman absolutely you know, stole the show away from just about everybody that night. I mean, he even overshadowed Easton in a lot of ways. It was pretty incredible to watch him out there doing his thing. Um, I'm going to be interested to see also what kind of offers may go out that that weren't you know that weren't kids that we initially thought were going to get offers. Um, you know, there might have been there might have been some eyes opened up last night on on some kids. I know there was a running back and some other you know some 2017 kids in particular that are going to get offers um, fairly soon. And then the kids that we were trending with, like the Kyle Davises and those how you know how how much farther ahead did we did we really put ourselves last night um that's the
2: key right
4: How about um guys that I mean, let's be honest, man, there's only so many spots available. we brought in over a thousand kids, and that granted, that's several classes, but or spread out over several classes, several years upcoming, but if if kids don't start you know, and I know the coaches certainly have a better idea of it of who's coming, who's not right now, but if some of these kids don't start deciding some things here soon, I I think there's gonna be some kids that are get left out that
0: may truly want to come to Georgia. I mean could you see that happen? Yeah, i
3: don't, i I don't think there's a doubt about it um at all i mean there's there's gonna be some decisions we gotta make down the line, and if you're you know you're either on the bus or you're off mm-hmm. when you know when somebody decides to go ahead and pull the trigger
2: yeah,
4: how about no another thing um uh, before we get you know just kinda waiting for Jason to come on before we get into too much specifics but i I've seen another. Common theme is offers that didn't go out, and I think a lot of it is, I think the coaching staff has kind of decided really who they want to target, you know. Um, and also, I, I saw a good point. I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but uh, I think that some of the some of it may not may have been to try to not cast any doubt into current commits or, or current, you know solid verbal type things, uh, heavy lean type type situations, not to scare off
0: kids that are that are thinking Georgia right now. Do you think that that's the case or you do you think it's something else?
3: Mike, you there? Sorry, brother. I dropped out a second again. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I think you know, you get a lot of the people that were expecting us to get three, four, five commitments last night. It wasn't gonna happen. It really wasn't. I think I said last week on the podcast this is gonna be more about more about building those relationships and putting Georgia ahead of a lot of these top kids that were that were in the mix for last year it was a little different because you were you were looking at twenty sixteen kids that you know, Easton and Cleveland that were two years out. We got another commitment this year that was a kid in DJ Dallas that were two years out. Um but the top kids, the high profile kids that are on our radar, a lot of them aren't gonna be deciding for a while. Um so it's it's more about building the relationships with those guys to put us ahead um when it when the time comes to commit. I think that was I think that was the biggest takeaway: is how how impressive were we to these kids last night, right? But I don't think you're going to get that answer until you know until a little down the road when it's, when when they do decide to go ahead and make their announcements. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. It's- I
0: had a comment
4: in the chat I was trying to said they had so many kids they had to focus reps on kids have offers so they could get work with coaches oh okay so the kids that already have offers so the coaches can see the kids with offers see
3: them working on the field and everything apparently Mm Mhm. oh yeah a lot of the a lot of the big time targets didn't even work out I mean Kyle Davis didn't work out again this year Uh, who else there was there was quite a few that, you know, that just did not, you know, didn't work out for whatever reason. Um, and that could be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. But if you've already got your offer, um, I don't think it's really going to hurt your stock very much. But uh, then you've got the kids that are just competitors that are going to get out there no matter what and compete. Um, I'll tell you look looked really, really good was, uh, was Cleveland last night. He's kind of had an up-and-down camp circuit, um, but he looked just rock solid last night. I I didn't see hardly anybody get by Big Ben. Yeah. What was it, that
4: Atlanta camp or something that he ever had a lot of people ask him, like, well, what's going on with Ben mm-hmm. Cleveland, blah blah blah. Yep. Yeah, he the videos that they showed last night it was just footwork was fantastic and especially, I mean, especially considering his size.
3: Oh yeah, knocking kids to the ground. It was it was hilarious. I mean he was he was a man amongst boys yeah. last night.
2: Yeah.
3: From what I saw. But one of the new features this year
2: was... Uh,
0: you dropped that. Uh, you
2: come out. Yeah,
3: one of these. Uh, one of the features I liked this year, and I, I know there was a lot of, I guess, a lot of feedback, negative feedback on it from, from some of the major sites, but was uh, using the Periscope app that was incredible to me. It just made it, you know, it made it seem like you were actually there. Um, Whereas in previous years, we'd see videos, we'd get, we'd get posts on the blogs and all that about what was going on, what people Mm. were hearing. Um, But it wasn't exactly the same. It was really cool being able to, I mean, it was almost like you were FaceTiming somebody who was there. And that was, that was, that was cool to me. I really liked it.
4: Yeah. Um, you know, before you'd have Vine or Instagram videos, I guess, but that would give you what six and, and fifteen seconds at the max. Right. Whereas with Periscope it's it's however long you want.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: actually I kinda saw uh a lot of you guys talking about um some of the other pay sites were kind of upset about having Periscope videos. I was I was a little surprised to see that a lot of the displeasure that was being being talked about over there, I don't
3: know. I was too. It didn't make any sense to me. But you're always gonna have that every year. I mean, every single year, there's you get a whole bunch of backlash from this isn't what I'm paying for, and blah blah blah. You get you hit that whole crowd and you know screw them. This is what you know. This is what the third, fourth, the fifth dog night. With they, that's it. Just get, it gets bigger every year, and it's impossible for a recruiting service, especially. To cover it exactly the same every year, or to you know, to to catch everything, they're not they they can't see everything just like the coaches can't see everything. Um, yeah. So the the feedback from certain folks was a was a little much to me. Um, I thought they did a phenomenal job, and it was a hell it was really awesome getting to see the periscope and all that stuff that was live happening right then and there. Um, well, and it was it's something different too.
4: So any kind of change, somebody's going to whine and moan about it.
3: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I mean... Especially if they can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> but... Uh, but don't, you, don't you just get the idea that the person that was complaining about it was like, had a, has a flip phone or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no doubt about it. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
2: I don't but, get the periscope of my jitterbug. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: weird. But, yeah. I mean, you can't please everybody. You absolutely cannot please everybody. And I think yeah. that, you know, I really do think, and I think we all had the same kind of mindset that this, this dog night was not going to be one where we're going to get 5, 10, 15 kids commit in one night. I think it was more... It was more about getting the, you know, building the relationships and, you know, mending those fences that might have been broken a little bit with some of these kids, getting back in the mix with some and kind of cementing us ahead of others as well. So, um, just a more of a, I think that in that in that essence, it was a it was a success, and I think we're going to see it pay off in the next right. few weeks in the next few months.
4: So we got a. Uh... Another caller calling in. Let me see. I think it's, because uh, who I'm thinking it is, it, it's somebody who was at Dog Night last night. Hold on one second.
5: Uh-oh. Field Street
4: Forum Radio, who do we have?
5: Yeah, this is, this is Calvin. What's going on?
4: What's going on, Calvin? Not Calvin much. Calvin is uh, with Explosive Sports down in Camden. He yes. uh, works with a lot of the talent down here in the southeast part of the state. Training there we go. Camp, things like that. Um Calvin, tell us tell us a little bit about the scene last night or the last two nights at Dog Night. How, what, what was it like?
5: Well, with well, the early morning session, it was they had a lot of they had a lot of young talent. They had a real, I mean, they had a lot of young talent that was there. But mm-hmm. later on that night, I don't know how many kids they had, it was it was they, they took a long time to to register everybody because they took them over to the uh, to the stadium and brought them back. But it was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you how many kids they actually had, but they had a whole. But they even ran out of shirts and stuff they had on so their kids. Oh well. Wow. Yeah.
4: yeah. How? How? Uh, obviously, you very familiar with with DJ Dallas, and did you, did you, you took him up there as well and everything.
5: Yeah. Yeah. He went up with me.
4: Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit how you know some of the upper upper level kids like DJ and, and some of the Brunswick kids that they were looking at, But how did, how did they kind of, you know, obviously they treat, I mean, I hate to say it, but they treat some of the kids a little differently, you know, I mean, <laughs> if they, if they want to get up, have good conversations with them, they're going to, they're going to take them to a different line, maybe, something like that. I don't, how, well, how did that all work?
5: Well, you know, DJ didn't work out, but, you know, he, he we came up Friday night and he, he was able to mingle with some of the, you know they kind of separate the the recruits that they wanted there you know that they invited there than the ones that came in, and so we got there kind of late, so we just hung around a little bit with those guys but the next day, after the younger guys they had uh, they had something special for the for the uh kind of guys they you know invited in and they mm-hmm. you know they allowed him to stay over and uh they went over to the coliseum and you know fed them and got to talk with them and stuff and I think uh, him and Bailey Hartman. you know, Bailey got on him early, early that morning, and they hung out, you know, the rest of the day. And he Mm -hmm. called me, you know, he called me and said that he was, uh, you know, well, I called him and asked him, did he talk to his mom and and uncle? And he was like, yeah. He said, did they tell you? I said, tell you what? And he said, I'm going to do it. I said, you can do what? And so I was telling him, I was like, just, I was like just hold up, you know, hold up till I get there and uh he was he was saying, uh well, you know he wanted to do it, and he kept calling me I was at the motel, so uh you know he went ahead and did it'cause i I wasn't coming back, it was so hot earlier that day <laughs> and we went and you know I went and showered up and came back and bought him another shirt or whatever, but that that's what it was man he you know he he really loved the, i I think he really loved the program and uh they treat him really well, and and he was a priority. No matter what uh-huh. these, uh, no matter what these uh, recruiting guys say, and, and and I I don't blame them because if you don't get to see a guy a like, lot, you know you going on what what these other guys are saying. So, you know mm-hmm. he he, he one of the best. And Demery, they were they were impressed by him just his massive size. You know. Oh he, gosh, Demery yeah, he,
3: was amazing.
5: Absolutely.
3: Yeah, he I just, I wish the kid was in the sixteen class. To be honest with you,
5: yeah, yeah. he's a monster. He's a, he's a yes, monster. Yes, he is. And, but he only played. I don't think he played a whole season last year, and so this year will really be the first season that he he gets to really shine. And so, mm. and Sean, Sean had a pretty good night uh, uh, last night. And
2: yeah,
5: it, I think DJ told us it was his only his
3: first or second year actually playing ball. Is that correct? Who uh, uh,
5: Demry? Yeah, Demmer. Well, I, I know he didn't have a full season last year. You know, I yeah, he, he had a knee injury last year. Yeah, he got hurt. And so I think this will be really you, you may be talking about Zelante. Zelante, the guy from uh Glenn Academy. That might be who i oh. yeah, that might be who I'm talking about. He yeah, just started yeah.
3: just started playing football. Yeah, yeah really? Uh, he
5: really he really did. He was playing basketball most of the time and
3: the kid mm-hmm. wrestled,
5: and uh, he was wrestling, and one uh, and my partner saw him over in, I don't know if they were in Pierce County or something. And he called me. He said, "Look, they got a guy over at at uh, Glen Academy that's long <laughs> and he's strong." He said he just threw this big old guy, and uh, and that's when we started taking a look at him. But he's a he's a nicely built guy, and I really didn't get to get over there with the uh the linemen and stuff, but I heard some good stuff about Demery. I just didn't get able – been able to get over there because it, it was so much. I'm telling you, they had so much going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we couldn't keep
3: up with it hardly ourselves, and we weren't even there, so I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't the, imagine it being
5: there. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's – I, well, I know for a fact, and I've been to a lot of camps, but it was the most talent at one camp that I've ever seen. And I'm not even talking about the guys that – it was so many guys that wasn't working out that were talented, but even with that, they had more talent than you know than any other camp I have ever been to. Not does that tell you something
3: a little bit about kind of the <clears throat> the direction of the program right now,
5: oh, yeah, or you I know de- what the
3: kids are, what the kids are kind of feeling about Georgia right now?
5: Well, I definitely know it's a change of mind in the last couple of years as far mm-hmm. as uh. As far as how they're going about things, you know, I think before they were using the Georgia name to think that the kids would come. But guess right. what? Sometimes you got to go out there and find them. And if you find them, then you, you put competition against each other. And now when everybody's competing, everybody's getting better.
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, it was it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the sight to see. Yeah. You know,
4: how much, how much of the on-field stuff did you watch, Calvin? And if so, or if it was a, a fair amount, who who kind of stood out to you?
5: Uh, Marcel, what was his name? Uh, the, little, the guy to Elbert County.
4: Rico, that's,
5: that's my boy. <laughs> well, he, he is explosive. Uh, yeah. Jacob Jacob Easton can throw it as far as you can see. He can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. He can really throw the ball. He throws a deep ball. You know how some uh you know, quarterbacks have to release the ball early. He can uh, the guy the guy can be forty five yards down the field and he see him and he can get it down. You yeah. know, that's the difference with him and some of the some of the guys with the bigger arms than the guys that don't have the big arms and have to anticipate and throw it out before the guy even get once they get even, but he can he can throw it late and it can get there. And uh, Nothing. you had a lot all of the running backs. I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched the running backs, and they had a little uh, Thomas Brown had them in a competition drill, and uh, I mean Elijah Holyfield, uh, the kid out of Maryland, the kid from Clark Central. I mean mm-hmm. these, and the kid out of Sprayberry. All these guys are kind of bigger guys, and and the little guy out of uh, out of Newton. Oh, you had all these guys, and I think it was a couple of guys out of Florida and one out of Texas or whatever. And these mm-hmm. guys were competing. I'm talking about he had them competing in in little drills where they had to finish. They were going up against each other. Then he he let everybody go through. Then he matched up like the the six or seven that he had. He matched them up against each other where they could race against each other. You know, and 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 it was. I'm gonna tell you something. If the kid out, I I, I like the kid out of uh, Clark Central. If he if he had if he gets the grade, I mean he yeah. is a ton, he is a he, look just That's like uh, he, Dequay, he
1: looks just
5: like, he looks like a young girlie, doesn't he? He looks exactly I'm talking about him he, he looks is, just
3: like Girly.
5: Yeah, and he's a big <laughs> dude too. He's a big dude, just like him. And he he is. Run. Yeah. He and I tell run. you Holy,
3: Holyfield looks like he's chiseled out of out of a piece of rock,
5: doesn't he? Yeah, he looks looked like his daddy. I, yeah. I thought him. Know, I talked to him yesterday, he looks just like his daddy. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and, and with that, and with that, I think if, if they can get him, you know what kind of work ethic he got. You, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, something right. that, it's, it's something that's been born in him and been bred in him. And so you take a guy like that and you look at Chubb, Chubb, the work ethic. I mean, the ability is there, but, I mean, a guy that just finishes off everything that he does, it just mm-hmm. makes him incredible. Yeah, that's
3: that's exactly right. The, the work I compare his work his work ethic to Chubb in a lot of ways.
5: Man, I I, I went to practice and Chubb finishes every run. I mean, if he gets tackled, he gets up and runs to the end zone every play. Hmm. I
4: tell you, man, it's it's something special to get that kind of talent plus that kind of work ethic.
5: Yeah, yeah. Go yeah.
4: along with it. it. That's that's when you get something special like we got with with Chubb and.
2: and look what
4: can you you know there's been some talk about maybe georgia has tended to separate holyfield from the rest of the running backs and kind of focus in on him right now is that did you notice that as well or i guess that would be something for well back well
5: well you know what i really don't all i know is that it it was a lot of 2017 guys Mm -hmm. so he was he was probably maybe him and I don't know who else was a 2016 guy because I think the guy, uh, the other guy, Rasul, Amar uh, 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 Rasul, or, or whatever his name, he didn't show up you know, out of uh, Florida. So that kind of... Oh, and they had the, the kid out of Maryland, uh, Anthony McFarland. He's 2017. So they had a yeah. lot of 2017 guys. And so is the guy out of, uh College Central 2016? Yeah, J- okay. yeah,
4: Jaquay Daniels. He's a 2016.
5: 2016- Okay, so it was it was those two and maybe one more because because you had the guy the sprayberry the twenty seventeen. You had a lot of twenty seventeen guys. So I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, of that top group that he had, it may it may have been three twenty sixteen guys, but it was probably five to six twenty seventeen guys. Yeah, and even and even the kid from the, I I I'm I'm from over here in Canada, but even the kid from Camden, he was doing great, but they 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 separated him out of that group because like I was saying earlier when when I was on the computer, a lot of those guys hadn't gotten to work with the coaches and so the coaches wanted to work with these guys and so they kinda they had to separate the guys, you know, kinda put the other guys on the back burner because it was so many kids there that they started late and so they didn't they didn't go through the instructional part of it as much as, you know, they would in the past because they would have more time. And so they said, "Look, we got to get down to business." And so the business was, you know, they did a couple of drills, and they went out on the fecal. you right. know. And so, I mean, that's hey, that's why you got to get out there early and, and make a name for yourself. Yeah,
3: you got to be ready. You yeah. got to be ready.
5: Yeah,
3: absolutely. I think, from from my perspective on the running back situation, obviously, if Jaquay could get things in order off the field. We would take him in a heartbeat, um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but in my opinion, I think as a georgia fan i honestly, I would like to go all in for Holyfield um just because I think he's making the biggest transition every you know every year um because of his work ethic and the amount of work he's putting in. I mean, you just see him change and transform almost right. every time you see him. Um, I would go all in on him. And then just kind of sit back and wait and see what happens with Jaquay. If we can get him, we get him. If we don't, we don't. And then go all in for 2017 and take two. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of that's kind of the way I see it. I don't, I don't know how other people feel about it, but that's you know that's my perspective on it. Yeah, because that's kind of the prevailing thought is you know there's some
4: very good running backs in 2016, but 2017 is just loaded with big time mm-hmm. running backs.
2: Yeah, you, I, you I let, agree.
4: Yeah, you kind of alluded to that. Seeing, you know, you, like you said, so many 2017
2: guys in, in that top class. In the top yeah, group. they had,
5: they had like Taylor, Sermon, they had McFarlane, they had like oh, it was, it was just so many of those guys. And, mm-hmm. they, and Sermon looks really good. Sermon looks yeah. good. Yeah, he looks Yeah,
4: great. I, I really like him.
5: Hey, um, I I'm not sure, I'm not sure or not if, if if somebody could check and see if the that kid out of Florida, that 2018 kid, whatever, you know who I'm talking about? Like, Great like or something, I can't think of his name.
4: I, uh, I Mike, or Jason, you know the 2018 running back offhand? I think
6: his
2: name's
4: Uh
2: Leanford
4: or something like that.
5: Yeah, yeah, I, I want to think he was there early, if, if, if he was there, and he was there in that early session, because it was one kid, it was one running back, that every time I looked up, he was catching the ball, and nobody, I'm talking about nobody even touched him. He was in the yeah, end zone. His, his, his,
6: his last yeah. name is uh He had just came to Florida
5: State. He's, he's supposed to be big time. Did he, yeah. did, he, yeah. uh, did, he, did he make it this all night?
6: Yeah, he was supposed to.
5: Okay, well he was with the I think he was with the younger group. Oh, he was he was fast. Mm-hmm. I watched his, I watched his film and I couldn't believe he was a, a freshman. There's no <laughs> 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 no seriously, <laughs> seriously he plays in Florida and nobody touches him when he breaks the line of scrimmage. Nobody in Florida uh, he hadn't been run down. I can't understand that. That's yeah. incredible for a, for a eighth grade. I mean for a ninth grade. That's incredible.
3: What schools he out of Jason? Do you know?
6: Oh, I'm checking now because I probably even got his last name wrong.
3: Give me a <laughs> second. Is it one of the? Is it one of the big, you know, Florida powerhouse type schools?
5: I don't think so. I mean,
4: he'll he'll, he'll probably be at IMG before it's all said and done.
2: But
5: <laughs> oh yeah, of course.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: How uh, the great thing I love seeing about Ethan, some of the videos I saw with him. Not just the, you know, you could like you said, the power, you know, some of those long throws that they showed, but just the accuracy on, on that little out route that he had to Holyfield. I mean, just completely yeah, in stride. In stride. Yeah. Didn't he have to flinch to catch the ball?
5: Yeah, the and, timing. Uh, the, the timing yeah. part of it. Yep. You, know what, you know what helps with that, though? What helps with that is him actually going to a lot of these elite stuff and getting the timing right because, when he gets back to Washington, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's gonna slow down, and he's gonna have to slow down. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we had we had the same thing here. You know, when when we you know when we had Bryce, you know, he's playing the wing T. Then when you go to the camps, you gotta anticipate. When you come to the wing tee, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for mm-hmm. it pop open. And now, then when you transition back over to you know the camps the next year you know, you got to pick it back up again. And so it takes them, It takes them, you know, it takes them a few weeks to get used to it. The, the best thing about it is when you play with these elite players, then that speed is there when you do go to a camp like this. And that's the same thing, you know, with Bryce. He was playing with the older guys that were winning state championships. He was the youngest, and he was throwing to D'Angelo Smith going to South Carolina, which made his game a whole – his timing was a whole lot better. When that foot mm-hmm. hit, when that back foot hit, you got to get the ball out and that's the same thing going on with Eason, but, you know, and and he plays on the Elite 7-on-7, I would would believe, so that helps him also. But when he go back there, and I I don't think the team that he owns has, like, you know, athletes like Holyfield and them, so, you know, you go back to high school, and now you have to hold the ball a little longer, take a little time, but, you know, that's yeah. Have to choke it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you got to. You're gonna be throwing the ball, and he's gonna be looking at you crazy. <laughs> I haven't
4: gotten
5: there yet. I'm like, okay. Yep,
6: yep. Um, uh, that uh, that 2018 running back is Lorenzo Lingard,
5: yeah. he's from uh, University
6: High in Orange City, Florida.
5: Are you are you watching it? Did you watch his film?
6: Oh, he's nasty. He's uh, he's already
5: six one one eighty five. He's man. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. If if he's fourteen years old, then I, I'm I, my name is somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, I mean, if he is, then he's Sonya Michelle all over again. You know. Yeah. 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 At that well,
4: well, Jason, glad you're able to make it on with us. Uh, what kind of, what was your prevailing thoughts from Dog Night last night? We kind of already. One thing I told Mike was, you know. For people just to kind of relax, not worry about not getting six commits from last night. This is a, a groundwork type of situation, not a not a quick results type of type of event.
6: Yeah, I mean, every everybody always gets it in their head that all night is meant for commits and that's it, and that's not even close to being the truth. Because I mean, you got you got a coaching staff, you got one that doesn't. Pressure the kids and the knee-jerk commitments and all of that, just for them to decommit six months later.
2: You know, I mean,
6: I mean, you just got to coach the staff that they work on them, and they work on them hard, and 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 do it the right way, the way they're supposed to do it. If they're ready, they're ready. Right. But I mean, you got so much leeway made with, I mean, Isaac Nutter, Rashawn Gary, all these five-star guys. I mean, if, if unless you're a coach at UGA, you probably want another results.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did
4: uh what was the thought was any did any word come out? Has Gary talked to anybody yet about how he thought what he thought of Georgia or anything like that? I mean I know that's kind of a you got people making one right. way thinking to focus on him. You got some people saying don't focus on him, focus on the in state with Derek Brown. I don't know. What what would be on
6: both of them, dude. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: Actually, you probably, gotta
6: uh, think. At first, it was a free thing, a free little article that popped up on Scout, and I can't find it now. I don't know if they meant to make it free and then they changed it, or what. But I don't have a Scout sub- subscription, so
2: mm. uh, I
6: don't know if I should be telling their business or not. But uh, <laughs> they had a quick little snippet in there talking about how much his mom loves UGA. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think
6: anyway, I saw that she's, she's a she's a big one. That's. That's huge.
4: To,
6: they always a yeah. I mean, you can name the number of schools
3: on about three fingers, maybe that he's actually visited twice.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. You got you got to think that the defensive lineman we got on campus and we got committed in in uh, Trent Thompson and um, Rochester. I mean, they that's just got to help a guy like Gary knowing that you know if I came here. There, the possibilities are endless on this defensive line when I got two guys like that next to me. Um, and it's just got to hell, in my opinion. Yeah, he knows
4: he's not going to be there having to do everything himself, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's, funny you,
4: it's funny you
6: mentioned those two. I talked, to, uh, I talked to one person that was there that said those two were all over him.
2: Oh, really?
6: Uh, they better be. <laughs> <laughs> So much so that I was going to do an article tomorrow on Trent from being all over his side here.
4: <laughs> about um, what now? Oh, how about uh, Jameis Williams? How? What everybody was saying? I mean, he really showed out. Apparently, from from everything I read, like as well. Even could, even could on those periscope
6: videos that that the guys were showing that were there. Uh-huh. I mean, you see him four reps in a row, and I mean, he was all. I mean, I mean, he was stuck on them like glue. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. The man five seven five eight five nine. I don't give a crap. He's a defensive
4: <laughs> back all the way. Yeah, Player's a player, man.
3: Nope. So, no, he's absolutely incredible. I mean, in a lot of ways, it reminds me of Joiner. I posted on the blog today, Lamarcus Joiner from FSU that played under Pruitt for a year. Um, he's got the same type build. He's big. He can play running back. He can play a little receiver, but, I mean, he can play any position in the secondary. That's a mm-hmm. kid you can plug in at the slot. He can play safety, and he can slide over and play corner in any situation. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's phone booth quick. He's phone booth quick is a term I use.
5: So yeah.
3: just absolutely lightning quick in small spaces.
4: Calvin, did you get a chance to see him participating on the field?
5: Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah,
4: that guy there.
5: That guy there, I think he's a guy that you bring in and, and play like Tim Jennings and then, then he can play in the slot because he can check anybody in the slot because he's just as quick as them. He's yeah, the kid is the kid is tough. He's a football player. And it's fast. Yeah.
4: And do you I know uh I guess Jason, you might know more about this, but do you think uh, do you think he knows he's he's wanted in Georgia as a defensive back now?
2: Oh, no doubt
4: about it. <laughs> Wasn't that kind of the holdup with him? What he was kind of worried about? He thought he was going to be on offense or something, or
6: yeah, I don't I don't know. If, I mean, I, I don't know if they just meant him to him play in both ways or or what. But that was that was the main thing that he was talking about. That had Georgia in ninth is. Uh, he wanted to make sure he was going to be playing defense.
1: <laughs> um, I mean,
6: don't, you know, you know how these kids come up with this stuff, man. I, they, are out of playing that one.
2: Yeah,
4: that's one of those things where I, I, I'm like, if you're a coach, you're just like, you want to play defense? Okay, that's fine. If you want to play offense, all right. I mean, you tell them where you feel like they would provide you the best, but you you want to, you make sure you, you get those kind of guys on campus, man. Figure figure it out afterwards. Uh, who else Who else kind of stood out, Jason? Uh, you kind of you were all over it yesterday, son, with the the updates in in the Classic City chat.
6: Man, I'll be honest with you, I didn't read half of those. <laughs> There's there were so many coming out, I was just posting them, dude.
4: <laughs> copy and paste. Copy and paste.
6: <laughs> I just said dog night. Picture of dog night. It was going automatically.
2: They
6: could have said this is the worst camp ever. Mark Rick saw.
4: <laughs>
6: Hashtag dog night, and I would have posted it's going it. up.
2: <laughs> was
4: there was there anybody that, that you the name names that you kind of heard that we haven't talked about yet?
6: Oh, let's see. I don't think there was a lot of competition there, but they said our uh, all three of our committed offensive linemen just killed it. Then, yeah, uh, we mentioned
4: uh, Cleveland.
6: Oh man, his footwork—it looks so much better. I mean, I've never been like real down on them or anything, but you know, I was thinking, okay, he might be a guard, but the footwork look good. Mhm. I think I don't know if it doesn't matter if he's finally healthy with everything or what, but. Uh, I'd like to meet his coach because he's an idiot for putting him on the defensive
2: line.
6: <laughs> I'm like, who's paying him? Oh, uh, yeah. let's see. You already talked about the running backs. One thing we were talking about, man, and it might be coming because you never know. I think, I think the coach was kind of shocked with everybody that showed up yesterday. I think it messed them up a little bit as far as like offering kids on the spot and, you know, Getting in touch with everybody they wanted to get in touch with, and spend time with everybody they wanted to spend time with. And so, uh, one kid, man, he was hanging with Ethan and Hoffman was freaking, oh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, man. Yeah, I mean he was hanging with them.
2: Mm-hmm. And
6: and I love Hoffman. I'm, I mean I'd rather have him next year than anybody. But I mean, there's a uh, Hoffman started slow. Where Lawrence looked better than him. I call well, them. I mean, sometimes quarterbacks start slow. I mean, but
4: and phone with them all night. hmm And that's, I mean, that's the thing. You know, you you have got all these kids, and then we're talking about a rising sophomore, right? I mean, just finished his ninth grade year. Somebody. Yeah, and he didn't out hard the entire him. year. Right. So, I mean, I know we got to get on them early, and I know we we're on them earlier, but good lord. <laughs> we just got we just got uh, the the sixteen and seventeen class quarterbacks lined up. Let's let's cut them a little bit of slack here for seven seven or eighteen, I guess.
1: Well,
6: you know, I got Man, he's got thirteen offers from other people. So right, he, right, you know, and he really, really wants one from Georgia. So everybody's everybody's going to be on that. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. What What is it with all these long haired quarterbacks? <laughs> All
6: these sunshine-looking quarterbacks we keep off. I don't know, but I'll take them. I will. Just. <laughs> I Give me sunshine up. every year, and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: So, uh, he. So I don't know. Yes, who was it? Was it Chevy on on in the chat? Had a great point about you know Ethan and and Hawkman uh, at this point in their high school career. Did they have a Georgia offer yet after their freshman year? So I mean I don't know. I, I think we I think it's I think like I said, I think we need to just kinda let it play out a little bit and I think we got enough time to let the coaches do the work behind the scenes and, and get the kid get the kid lined up the way they the way they want to and see appropriate. I don't know,
0: is that, is that accurate as far as offers the
4: ninth grade year? As far as I'm concerned, I'd say offer the dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying,
6: man. I mean, I would say that normally, yeah, but, you know, Clemson got the show them once because they were on them in ninth grade. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah.
6: I mean, you get these once and however long quarterback types. I mean, I'd, I'd offer him. I mean, I understand, you know, something we're new and all that, give him some time. And, I mean, I don't understand what the past down did offer him. Mm-hmm. When, when they saw him play against Buford, they should have offered. Yeah. Because he didn't have good stats against Buford, but it was basically him against 13 Division One prospects. <laughs> How well. and, I mean, they were all over him all day, but, I mean, he's stuck in there, and, I mean, he looked about as good as anybody else would have. I was like, we we should
4: offer him then. Yeah. And, you know what, a couple of groups that we didn't really hear, I mean, maybe I was just overlooking it because of the D-linemen and cornerbacks and running backs but and quarterbacks, uh, but the receivers and linebackers, who 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 was kind of Standing out in those groups, and Calvin. You want to, Did you see anybody that jumped out to you?
5: No, uh, that's kind of hard to say. Like I said, uh, Hardman Harmon, yeah. Harmon was just so, you know, he was so fast and explosive. But or, and between uh,
4: between him and Williams, it was nobody able to get a get a reception?
5: <laughs> uh, well, from, I mean, like I said, it was going on both sides of the field. I, like. You know they had so many kids, I, and I think they had some kids that were supposed to be on the other side. That was on the other side, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was no way to separate them because you had so many. And yeah, I, I saw some incredible, you know, catches on the other side that those guys probably could have competed over there. But you know, how how do you do that in the in the time frame that they had? You know, it was kind of impossible to you know, to take them from over there and bring the best over. So it was – I don't know, you know, because each of them was on the left side of the field, and I saw some receivers that, you know, were fast and big and was able to catch the ball, but maybe their names just wasn't there. So they, you know, they weren't able to get over there. So Right. Uh, and and I didn't know much of the names that were out there as far as receivers. I know Sean, I know, you know, Hardman. The other guys were walking around, you know, and, you know, I don't think mm-hmm. Swain Wayne or, or, or the the big guy out of Creek, uh, Coconut Creek. None of those guys participated. Oh, none yeah. of those yeah. guys. So I think the kid, I think the kid, though, uh, from Alabama, just committed to USC, he actually, he actually worked out. He looked pretty good. Okay. Yeah, Benjamin I think, I
4: think, Victor, I guess, was the Coconut yeah. Creek kid.
5: Yeah. The Velas, I think this this kid last name is Velas or something like that. Uh huh. Just committed to USC. He he had a pretty good, he had a good night, but I mean it was kind of hard to separate. You had I'm telling you, you had about I, I'm not sure it had to be ask one of those guys how many guys would there. I have no <laughs> idea. But it was it was thick. No, he
2: ain't
6: but uh he ain't but a three star either. Who's that? The one from Alabama's committed to USC.
5: Yeah, and and you know and you know why because he comes from he comes from the same school that T. Martin is from. And so, oh, T. Yeah. So, T. Uh. Martin, so T. Martin, so T. White got the heads up on him because he's in Alabama. How how far you got to travel to go to one of these camps to get to get uh you know to get ranked mm-hmm. as, as far as that? So he was stuck in a part of the state where maybe Alabama was looking at somebody out of state and. Al you know, in uh Florida or Georgia and they missed out on this kid and T Martin, I think he got a call from someone and he came. It's his it's his high school, this same high school. So he got to jump on the kid and that's when everybody else started offering, but he had already committed without even going out there because of T Martin and the relationship. So okay. What yeah.
6: what number was he last night?
5: Oh, man, you come on. You <laughs> <laughs> asking me like <laughs> I have no idea.
6: There, there was somebody out there that was number one hundred and one,
5: and he was doing like flips and all kind of stuff too. Like everybody was talking about it, and nobody knew who it was. <laughs> I think that I think that was him. He's not that tall. He's not that tall, but he's he's quick out of the cut and he's probably uncheckable.
6: Yeah, they, they everybody was trying to figure out who it was because he was on the Periscope when they showed it a bunch. And, uh, I mean, he was basically catching everything that went near him.
5: I think that was him because I can remember when they were waiting on everybody, he was outside. He was outside catching and doing flips and stuff like that. And I talked to him actually when he came in. And, uh, you know, because I, I must confess I'm a USC Trojan fan. But, uh <laughs> But but I'm in Southern Georgia, and my name is Cal. I'm Southern Cal, so you know I go along with that.
2: <laughs>
5: I go along with that, you know. I just let that let that go with me. But yeah, and 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 I noticed him because when he came in. But I think he might have been 101. I'm not sure. Yeah, I
4: mean I don't blame if they practically named the school after
5: you. Yeah, you know how can you not? <laughs> <laughs> And I grew up in the '70s, so I, I go along with the the, the destiny, the dynasties that were in the '70s. So, they, right, right, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. yeah. But I am a Georgia Bulldog fan too. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: Um, what about uh the linebacker side? Was there? I mean, Legends was there. I know he was on, you know, kind of on a commit watch too, but
5: now he he has a boot on. He's wearing a boot, That's
2: right. That's right.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he twisted I talked to him. He uh twisted his ankle and uh Derek Brown is hurt and he had on uh, he had on a boot, he was there on crutches in a boot. I think he did a ligament or something in his foot, so both of those guys were hurt.
3: And DJ was hurt a little bit too. I mean he's coming off of an injury, so he's getting close, isn't he?
5: Oh yeah, he's he he's actually ready, but don't want to take that, you don't want to set that back and then, you know, the season around the corner, so, you know, oh, you, got, of course. You, got, you got that going on and he, oh, it killed him not to I, we, like we had to read in the right act, you know, like look, dude, if you we won't, you won't even go down because he, if you sit him down with somebody else, he's going to sneak out there on the field, so I was like, you, <laughs> know, you stay right here by me, it ain't going down, you go ahead, hang out with coach or some of the players, but you can't do it Right, yeah, he, he was upset about that because he, he wanted to get at some of these guys. that you, you you know, you guys talk to him, and you know how he is about those guys with these stars and stuff, and you feel, you feel overlooked. So mm-hmm. it, it's good to have that chip, though. That chip should drive you along. Oh, yeah. it. And
2: tell me something in
4: these last uh, few minutes we got, because we're only doing an hour tonight, but... Um, since you've kind of worked with him quite a bit, can you kind of speak to the work ethic that he has and everything? We know he's a great, you know, great personality. Super smart kid too, just from talking to him. But kind of tell us a little bit of the, of the work side that he has and, and the work work drive that he shows.
5: But well, I, I think that's basically from his uncle and and his and his mom. I give him all the credit. His mm-hmm. his uncle has has been there with him from day one, and and you know has. Raised him up and had him in sports and all this from day one, and, and his mm-hmm. mom as far as the education part of it, and she was an athlete herself. But as far as the education part of it, this, he told me he took Latin. He took Latin, and his look, we were riding up, and he was giving us like, you know, the the, the root of the word in Latin. i right. like, how, you, how you? I told y'all I took Latin. You know, my ninth grade <laughs> year, my your ninth grade year, you took Latin. <laughs> you know? So, so that's you know the, the basic the basis that he had from them it it it's passed on as far as when he got older as far as focusing and just competitive this this oh, oh my God. the first the first camp that he ever went to uh he was kind of a little you know and, and and well he was a little tentative and then mm-hmm. you know he got into it and so. We trained a little more the next time, then we went to the next camp and then like that was that was not this year, that was like last year. But like this year when he went, his uncle was like, Man, look what you done created because it's more it's more with any kid when they already have talent. It's more mental than anything. And his mm-hmm. mentality is just the when he steps across those lines, it all changes. He's like the nastiest guy you ever want to play with. <laughs> I have I'm serious, I had one I had one of the kids from uh Cameron said uh, he was playing defensive back. He said, "He said, man, that that guy is different." He said, "On the field, he called me all kinds of things. He talked about my mama." and <laughs> I said, "Hey, man, that's part of the game." I said, "He's trying to get you off your game, where you know he can he can do something to you. I mean, and if you're not thinking, of, if you're thinking about him, then somebody else is doing something." So he has the right. mental part and the physical. You know, he's a, he's a good kid and uh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think he's going. He's going to do a, a a heck of a job this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: He, uh, I think, I think we're in for some. I know everybody keeps probably get tired of me talking about Brunswick, but I think the Glenn County area is, is really in for a banner a couple of years here for for football.
5: Yeah, I think I think uh, the the Pirates one year away. Yeah, one year away. That, that 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 2017 class and 2018 class that they have is like they're, they're studs and they, but if they can grow up in the middle of the season, yeah, and make a playoff run, you never know. You never know because yep. yep. that's what happened with Glenn Academy. I mean, right they, by the middle of the season, they started believing. At the end, they definitely believed, and that was it. Yep, yep. All
4: right, guys. Well, Mike. Final thoughts on uh, from Dog Night, man. You
3: got anything to leave us with? Man, I'm just watch and see kind of the the aftermath of it the next few months, and kind of that will determine how big of a success it was. Um, and just you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, this was this was laying the groundwork right here, building a foundation for this class, and making up ground with other with other kids. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but I. I think it was an absolute success, and just speaks mm-hmm. to the nature of where Georgia is right now. All those kids wanting to come to Georgia, big bargain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no doubt, no doubt.
4: Calvin, what about you, man? You you kind of had the the firsthand experience of checking it out.
5: Like I said, man, I never been to a, I I've never been to a place with that much talent ever. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as high school talent. You know, you've been, been to the openings and all this other stuff, and well, not all the way out to the opening, the final opening, but the regional openings and stuff like that. Right. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't compare. None of that's compared. And going to tell you, I went to, I went to Friday Night Lights last year. It, they were. They were a joke. They. <laughs> it was. It, it was crazy. It, it, I, I knew right then that them dudes was on their way out when I went down <laughs> there, and I was like. I'm serious, man. I was like, this is the worst I, this is the thing I've ever seen. I'm like,
2: man, what?
5: They don't have anybody down there was There was no top talent there at all. And that's that's just to say, no top talent there, but everybody's up here. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Especially, night. Night, especially for a one-night camp. You know, Florida State do three or four night days and all this, but I'm talking about for one night, yeah. They had the most I've seen. Yeah. Cool, man. Jason? All right.
4: Final thoughts, man?
6: Yeah, I was just about to say it are getting to where we're going to have to turn it into a couple of days camp and just, I mean, even if it's just Friday and Saturday and let all the kids that the only time they're ever going to see a D1 field is at a camp like this and let them all camp on Friday and what I would do is let them camp on Friday and still call in all the big-time recruits to help with the camp. Yeah, Because, you know, they love doing that, hanging out. And let them <laughs> hang out Friday night and then let them camp Saturday or something like that.
5: Hey, right. hey can, I, can I break in on that one? I, I disagree. Yeah. I like the way they're doing it because now it's like exclusively. I mean, if you come and you ain't good enough, you're just not going to be able to get on the – you're not going to get no reps. So, I mean, no, seriously, because the coach was like, "No, he's going, he's going, he's going, he's going." You go to the back. Look, that make you feel. That make you. That makes you go back to your school and work harder. And that makes those other guys who you trying to get say, "Okay, I'm working with dude. Dude ain't wasting my time being here." And so I think that's that was the emphasis behind it. You can come and pay your money, but if you ain't good enough. You know, we're going to get you a few reps, but then after that, we're focusing on these guys that want our attention. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, so.
4: See, I like that. See, so you, you you know better
5: than <laughs> No, I'm just saying, just just think about this. If if everybody can get in and have the same thing, then you don't want to be there. But if only a, a couple of people can get in and, you know, y'all got something special going on, then everybody wants to be there. It's called, yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to be exclusive. So I think that's that's about that's about what it is. Dog night, it's an exclusive night. We going to dog night, but if I don't get to play at dog night, then guess what? I wasn't that good anyway. So well, you got
6: me, you got me convinced. Let's talk about three seconds.
5: <laughs> all right. They all want what they can't have. Mm hmm. No,
3: that's exactly you, right.
5: And you do too, don't you? <laughs> of course, of course,
3: we all do. We all that's
5: do. right. That's right. We I tell you what, I leave with
6: this Trey. All right, we get Kyle Davis, and you could put me at fifty-fifty on Isaac mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Does come up a little bit. And, uh, they're they're turning me
4: into a believer. Yeah. Is he? And by the way, is he coming back to school at Buford, or is he staying at IMG himself? I would say, as of right now, staying at IMG.
5: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Y'all know he originally from Jacksonville, right?
6: Yeah, yeah. They're originally <laughs> from Jacksonville. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
6: And then they were supposed to move back down to Jacksonville, but
5: yeah,
6: the parents yeah. never moved. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Supposed to move for like his job, but the parents never did. He had a Florida right. State lanyard with him last night. I told him, I said, "Hey, man, you know that's disrespectful." <laughs> he, stuck he stuck it in his pocket. He said, I thought about it before I got out of the car. <laughs> Please keep him straight, man. <laughs> it, it, well, look, man, that's, that's totally disrespectful, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
4: glad uh, well, we won't get into it. There's a couple of people who've worn shirts and stuff from other schools to these things, and, yeah, I, I agree. Um, it was, uh, oh, it was last year,
6: there was one kid that wore a uh, Auburn glove.
2: The Griffin oh, griffy it. It was
6: I can't remember. I and I can't remember what coach it was either.
2: But I think the coach friend was friend.
6: Said, who? When it Coach Friend? I think it was Friend. And he basically told him to get those bleed bleep, bleed bleep gloves off. Said uh, we <laughs> beat them 34. said uh we beat them something to something and called <laughs> out a score and was like, Get the bleep, bleed gloves off.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, we'll take it.
3: Awesome. All right. Well, yeah,
4: I, I think we hit it pretty much right now, but, um, you know, like I said, just, just everybody relax, pay attention to what happens down the road. And, and I think everybody will be, will be happy. Um, but i tell you what, I, I enjoyed going through this tonight and I appreciate Mike and Jason and Calvin, of course, for coming on with us. Uh, Calvin, what's your, uh, What's your company's website and everything,
5: man? It's uh, info. All
4: right. Everybody check him out. I mean, uh, what's uh, – you got a Twitter handle and everything?
5: Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff, but we ain't got to put it out. Everything's good right now. All
3: right. Just hit the website and everything will – you can find everything else from there.
5: Mm-hmm. Yes, Calvin, we appreciate
3: you coming on, my man. Thank you very yes. much.
5: No problem, dude.
3: All right. Appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good one. And, uh, all right. We will be back on Wednesday at our
4: usual time, and I believe we will have the man himself d j Dallas joining us Wednesday night so uh, everybody tune in Wednesday at eight, and we will be back again till then. go dogs
1: so you